In August of 2019, at the National Conference in Colorado, there was a word that was given to the vineyard as a whole that was, the wind is coming. And Pat and Adam have talked about that frequently over the the time since we went to the conference, the wind is coming. And we've had a lot of anticipation and been really excited about all the things that God is getting ready to do with this move of the Holy Spirit as it moves on our church and then as us on individuals as well. Well, in Jesus's time, the disciples had an encounter with the Holy Spirit as well on the day of Pentecost. Pentecost was celebrated Um, It's the 50th day after the Passover, which on the calendar turns out to be this day on the Jewish calendar. And for first century Jews, the uh, Pentecost was an agricultural festival. It was the festival of weeks, where the farmers would bring in their first sheaf of wheat as an offering to God. Uh, It was an offering of gratitude that the, the plants were coming in, and it was also a prayer offering that the crops would continue to grow and that the harvest would be plentiful at the end of the season. So Jews from all over the nation came to participate in this festival. There were Jews that came from Rome who spoke Greek and then Jews who were coming from the East who would speak Aramaic. So today I want to take a look at what happened during that time with Jesus's followers and then what that means for us as followers of Jesus today. So let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for joining us here this morning. Thank you that you are with each one of us right where we are. Give us ears to hear all that you have to say to us and open hearts so that we can receive it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So Pentecost, it takes place in the book of Acts, and we're going to be in chapter 2 starting in verse 1. It says, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment, because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, they have had too much wine. So when I first became a believer, one of the people that was pivotal in in that transformation was my husband's grandma. Her name is Edna. She lived in a teeny tiny town in the north woods of Wisconsin, a little town called Elko. We used to joke about it because when you come in, the sign for it says Elko a growing and progressive community, but it hadn't grown in like a hundred years. But we went up there and she was really excited when I became a believer and she wanted me to go to church with her. So I said, sure, why not? So we go to this church, which is a Pentecostal church. Now I've been in Lutheran churches. I had been in Catholic churches, probably some non-denominational churches. I'd never been to a Pentecostal church. 
So when we pull up to the church, it is literally a trailer home. It looks like the outside of a trailer home. And we walk in and they've gutted this trailer home and they turned it into this little church. So there's little, there's chairs on the side, a little pew, in, or a, you know, the thing in the front. That's it. And so the music starts playing and everything's great. And then the pastor gets up to speak and he's very excited and he's walking up and down the aisle of this trailer home, which is now doing one of these things. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of crazy. And then he starts to get very into his sermon and starts to jump. So now the trailer's going like this and up and down and up and down and people are jumping up and speaking in tongues and it was quite the experience. That's what I picture happening on the day of Pentecost for the people that were hanging around there. Like they're hearing this, the people talk and they're hearing it in their own language. The people over here are hearing it in their language and it's just crazy stuff going on. Nobody is understanding what's happening. Well, Peter gets up to explain what's going on. We're going to pick it up in verse 14. It says, Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last day, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So Peter is trying to help the people to understand that this is what they've been waiting for. The prophet Joel talked about this years ago, and this is a reminder to them that that is coming true right now. The disciples were getting a reminder that this is what Jesus had promised them. He had promised to send them the helper. In John 14, 26, it says, but the Father will send the friend in my name to help you. The friend is the Holy Spirit. He will teach you all things. He will remind you of everything I have said to you. Or in Matthew 28, 20, it says, remember or be sure of this. I am with you always to the end of the age. The coolest part of it is that it was not just for the disciples. It is for us too. When the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost, the disciples started doing the stuff that Jesus had done. They were baptizing new believers. They were praying for healing. They were preaching the kingdom of God everywhere they went. When we call on the name of the Lord and receive the Holy Spirit, he comes to dwell in us. Or like Adam said a few weeks ago, he abides in us. We are changed, and we become more like Jesus to those around us. Once we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we are empowered to do the stuff that Jesus did. We can pray, and people will get healed. Chains will be broken, and lives will be made new. We can preach the kingdom of God everywhere we go. We are the reason that the Holy Spirit is alive and well. 
In us, the Holy Spirit becomes human. It reaches out from inside of us to be the hands and feet of Jesus to the world around us. And when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, it's not for ourselves. It's so that we can overflow to those around us. If the Holy Spirit is only for my own purpose, I will never seek more of it to be able to share it with others. I need to continually ask, come Holy Spirit. I need to spend time with Jesus to be filled to overflowing to those around me. So I want to take a moment to just pray and and ask the Holy Spirit to come right where you're at, because you don't need to be in church to do it. He can just hang out with you right in your house. So if you want to just open your hands and a sign of receiving, and then we'll just pray, come Holy Spirit. Pray that you would come and fall on each of us this morning, wherever we we are at. Amen. Since the earliest days of the church until today, in all the different ways, we can say it, we can sing it, or we can pray it, the church has been saying, come Holy Spirit, fill your church with power. If you're new to the Holy Spirit um, working in your life, we are offering a Zoom class. It's a Zoom small group that's going to take place starting June 9th. Tuesday evening, 6 p.m., we're going to just get very practical in learning the ways that we can experience the Holy Spirit for ourselves so that we can be filled with the Holy Spirit and then we can pour out to the others around us. And also in the fall, we are going to have here at the Vineyard the School of Kingdom Ministry, and that is um, a more in-depth training on just walking in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So if you want to be a part of that, Come and check that out as well. So let's pray. Lord, give us the courage to take a step of faith to say each day, Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, come like the wind at Pentecost. Fill us so that I so that we can go out and be your hands and feet to the world around us. Move powerfully in your people so that your kingdom may come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.